0: Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days in the podcast. Been a little bit since I've been able to say three of those in a row. Let's try to make it number four today. But first, let's recap the winning card for Monday. And the Buffalo Bills minus the seven. That didn't work out. I had Josh Allen over the 33 and a half attempts. That didn't work out. But I do hit the next two prop bets. I cash on Javante Williams over the 55 and a half yards rushing. I cash on Gabe Davis over the 38 and a half yards receiving. And then surprise, surprise, I hit my first quarter under for once. I cashed the under eight and a half in the first 15 minutes of football. Then you want to talk about surprises. How about this? My two coin flip bets. They both hit on the same night. I cash in the Knicks and the Celtics under the 221, and I cash in the Islanders and the Oilers under the 6. College basketball, the handicap goes 3-1. and The little school gets it done, plus the 11.5. pin was an outright winner over Villanova. Norfolk State, well, it came down to foul game at the very end. It worked out for me. I had the minus 6.5. They win by 7, and I cashed the ticket. Then I had Butler, minus the 15 and a half. They absolutely crush East Tennessee State, and we cashed that ticket. What didn't work out for us, unfortunately, was UC Santa Barbara. They ran into a buzzsaw at UTEP, so I lost that unit. And then, unfortunately, you backed that one on Twitter. So we followed a 6-2 and year to date on Twitter with the vote. But that's still a great number, so thank you once again for the vote. So a winning day for me. We could have got UC Santa Barbara home. Oh, boy, it would have been a day to remember. But nonetheless, make over three units for the day. And now we move on to the next. But a little housekeeping before I get to the card here for Tuesday. I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. Last week was the most downloads that we've ever received. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate you choosing to listen to this podcast with so much other great content available in the market. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And now with that said... Let's avoid the donut tonight. Here we go. It's Maction football. I've struggled in Maction football this year, but I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to bet every single game. So game number one, it's Akron at East Carolina. Yeah, guess what? First half, give me the under 19 and a half. The last six games for the Zips, 10 points, 14 points, 10 points, 14 points, an outlier there with 31 points. And then they put up a donut last week against miami of ohio so i'm going to make these two teams get three scores in the first half to beat me they may do in the first four minutes but nonetheless give me akron and eastern michigan under the 19 and a half in the first half next up on the card it's toledo at bowling green so the rockets are nine and one on the season i'm actually going to cash a future bet on them they haven't lost since the opener in illinois and they've covered in three straight games Now, they've started strong in each of the last two games. They scored 24 points in the first half against Buffalo, 35 points in the first half last week against Eastern Michigan. I know those were both at home, but this is still a really, really good football team. So I refuse to bet the first half under with Toledo playing, and I refuse to bet against Toledo, but I don't want to lay double digits for the game, so let's shake it up. I'm going to go a first-half bet here on the Rockets of Toledo, minus the five and a half at Bowling Green. Next up on the card, your third and final Maction game for the night. It's Northern Illinois, minus the five against Western Michigan. So Western Michigan is your directional school champion in the state of Michigan after beating both Eastern Michigan and Central Michigan these last two weeks. Now it's letdown time for the team that is four and six on the season, but seven and three against the spread. Yeah, Western Michigan's been really good against the number this year. Northern Illinois is headed in the other direction. They're four and six straight up and against the spread. Losers of back-to-back against Central Michigan as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And then last week, somehow, someway, losing to Ball State as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. So it's the last home game of the year. They have Kent State on deck. Bowl eligibility basically on the line here. Give me the Huskies at home, minus the five over Western Michigan. Then your coin flip in the NBA. I think if I win tonight, am I back to 500? I'll still be down the juice, of course, but I think I could be back to 500 in the NBA. That would be my best NBA year in decades. It's the Indiana Pacers at the Philadelphia 76ers. Total on this one is 240 and a half points. That's a crazy total. Survey says, heads it is. I'm on the over 240 and a half between the Pacers and the 76ers. Then on the frozen pond, it's the Vegas Golden Knights at the Washington Capitals. The total is six in this one. Survey says, tails it is with the coin. So I'm on the under six between the Golden Knights and the Capitals. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next up, we go to college basketball, and I start with Northern Colorado, plus the 10 and a half against Colorado State. So it's the little school hosting the big school. The Bears made the move to Division I in 2006, and tonight they get to host Colorado State for the first time since 2015. It's whiteout night, so give me the little school, plus the 10 and a half at home, hosting the big school once again little school big school it's an automatic play for me we don't need to talk any more about it it's 2-0 so far this year I bet you it turns profit for the year we'll find out though game number two we go to a Missouri Valley team it's Indiana State minus the 15 and a half against IUPUI I first saw this number at 14 I hope I don't regret waiting until it got to 15 and a half so it's Larry Bird's old school Indiana State they went 21 and 13 last year they have the 262nd most minutes returning and they're projected to finish fourth in the Missouri Valley Conference this year with three players projected to be all conference now one of those three players six ten center Robbie Avila he missed the first two games with an injury now coach said that he plans to play him tonight so that could be a huge boost for the Sycamores who are coming off a 22 point loss at alabama last time out iupui went just three and 27 last season they do return the 22nd most minutes in the country they are projected to finish 10th in the horizon league but so far this year they're 2-0 and with a 10-point win at valparaiso who's also a member of the missouri valley conference so has this experienced jaguar roster taken a major step forward well, maybe, but they still shot only 38% on the win over Valpo. So I'm not sold yet. I'm going to lay the 15 and a half with the Sycamores at home. Give me Indiana State minus the 15 and a half over IUPUI. Next up on the card, it's another Missouri Valley Conference team in action, but this time I'm going to bet against them. I'm going with Western Michigan or excuse me, Western Kentucky plus the three and a half at Murray State. So, Western Kentucky went 15 and 16 last year. They returned the 317th most minutes, and they're projected as the third best team in Conference USA. The Hilltoppers don't have any returning minutes, but Steve Lutz has upgraded this roster with transfers from Purdue, Georgia Tech, and the College of Charleston. Murray State, on the other hand, 16 and 15 last year. They rank 83rd most minutes returning, and they're projected as the 7th best team in the Missouri Valley. Murray State is 2-0 and on the season. The last time out, they edged Tennessee Tech by 6, but failed to cover the 12.5, but they did shoot over 50% in that game. On the other hand, Western Kentucky is 1-1 on the season after losing by 10 at Wichita State. The Hilltoppers were a 7.5-point underdog in that game. They had the lead at halftime, But shot just 29.6% from the field, including, get this, they were 0 for 21 from three-point land. Yeah, you can live and die by the three at times. So that sounds kind of like my eighth grade basketball stats, but unlike me, I expect the Hilltoppers to bounce back with a much better effort tonight. Give me Western Kentucky, plus the three and a half at Murray State. The final game of the card for me, it's UC Davis, minus the two and a half against North Dakota State. So, this is an interesting neutral site game in Missoula, Montana. I bet against both of these teams over the weekend. North Dakota State lost by 29 at Creighton, and I cashed that ticket. UC Davis lost by 13 at Montana, and I cashed that ticket. So, early edge to UC Davis since they already played on this court Sunday. Both teams are two and one on the season with close end game experience. North Dakota State won at Western Michigan. In overtime, UC Davis beat Pepperdine by one. The Aggies are projected to finish fifth in the Big West. The Bison are projected to finish third in the Summit League. The Big West is projected to be the 16th best conference. The Summit, the 25th best conference. So I'm not a fan of this matchup for the Bison, so I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Aggies in Missoula, Montana over North Dakota State. So now my college basketball leans in the marquee games. These are not official podcast plays but I don't want to ignore the biggest games on the card. So if I had to bet them the five marquee games tonight, I would take Wisconsin in a pick'em at Providence. I would take Duke minus the three against Michigan state. That's at a neutral site in Chicago. Ugh, I'm going back to my Fighting Illini line. I minus the one and a half just have this gut feeling. They can edge Marquette tonight. I am on Kansas minus the five and a half against Kentucky. That's also a neutral site game in Chicago. And if you don't play the over between Creighton and Iowa, I don't know what you're doing. But technically, no, I'm just kidding. I'm on Creighton minus the 10 over Iowa. I think they get separation. Might be in that uh, 15-point range, 20-point range. I think the Blue Jays uh, are going to score a lot of points tonight against the Hawkeyes. That'll be my prediction there. But uh, those are not official plays. Those are just my leans once again on the marquee games for tonight. So let's recap my card for a Tuesday. In the MAC, I am on Akron and Eastern Michigan in the first half under the 19 and a half. I'm on Toledo in the first half, minus the five and a half against Bowling Green. I'm on Northern Illinois, give me the Huskies, minus the five against Western Michigan. In the NBA, I'm on the Pacers and the 76ers, over 240 and a half points. On the Frozen Pond, I'm on the Golden Knights and the Capitals, under six goals, In college basketball, I'm on Northern Colorado, the little school, hosting the big school, plus the 10 and a half. I'm on Indiana State, minus the 15 and a half against IUPUI. I'm on Western Kentucky, plus the three and a half at Murray State. And I'm on UC Davis in the first game off the board today, minus the two and a half against North Dakota State. So that's my card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money.